Hello, and welcome to Outnumbered the Podcast. I'm Audrey. And I'm Bonnie. We are experienced moms to a combined total of 19 children. In our weekly episodes, we explore relatable topics using our perspectives of humor and chaos. Tune in for advice and encouragement to gain more joy in your parenting journey. everybody. Welcome back. And we're going to, we have another episode for you today. This one is about a topic that we've been thinking about for a while and it's on the subject of agency. So we're going to talk about what that is and what that means and how to use it as a parent, how to teach it to your kids. Um, but we'll get all into more of that in just a minute because Bonnie wants to start us off with something so sweet. Yeah. So cute. So, you know, sometimes kids say funny things all the time, but I had a really cute experience with my daughter the other day. And luckily I was sitting by a pen and paper and had the wherewithal to write it down as she was saying it. Cause it was long, <laughs> but every time I read it back, it just makes me giggle. So my now five-year-old, she was four when she wrote this, started uh, scribbling some gibberish on a post-it note here in my office. And then she handed it to me and said, can you give it to God? And I said, uh, you want me to give this to God? Yeah. When he comes. Oh, okay. Well, what does it say? So she takes the post-it back from me and reads the following. I love God, heart, with the true indeed, and the with becomes to the name of God. I like God. He is the heart of love. His his wife died in a war, and then God's wife comes back to life. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it's like she's listening to the Bible reading and just coming up with her own stuff, you know? And it, I mean, she's yeah. kind of trying to use the right wording. And anyway, it just made me giggle to no end. I just thought that was beautiful. Yes, I will give that to God. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's so sweet when we see our kids start to develop their own little relationship in their own way. And I love yeah. to hear them use big Bible words that they yeah. like, they have no clue what they mean, but yeah. they use them anyway. <laughs> With the true indeed. <laughs> I'm going to start throwing that randomly into my conversation. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> and now with the true indeed, Audrey will continue with this podcast. <laughs> yes. Thank you. What is agency? <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. So there may be other definitions out there. There are probably other definitions out there, but what we're thinking about, um, we pulled some together in exactly what we think of um, agency. And this is like the, the thing, the person, the thing, that acts to produce a particular result or the person or thing through which power is exerted or the condition, the state of acting or exerting power. So it's this, it's just a nice way to say a good hard kick in the seat of the pants. I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. I also like to think of it as like the power to choose, right? It's it, it, these definitions say um, acting, producing, um, exerting power, right? Using this agency is using the power you have over your own life, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, um, making the decision, no, executing upon the decision that you've made. Yeah. Yeah. The follow through, right? Um, yeah. a great example of this, um, word is in sports, right? Sometimes sports players can be free agents when they don't have, um, uh, an agent working for them. They're just kind of like out on their own. They get to decide where to go, where to finish their career. I think that's what that means. <laughs> so that's just an, an example of being out there and being able to use your own power of follow through of choice. Um, we have a great companion episode to this 
to this topic, and it is called Intentional Parenting, and it's episode number 12. Um, and as we get into it, you'll understand how these two come together, because as we make choices as intentional parents, then we have to have the follow through to actually execute those decisions, which are sometimes hard and sometimes we get a lot of kickback for. Okay, so we're kind of going to talk about four main aspects of giving yourself agency. So like how we get to that actual execution part. Um, So in intentional parenting, we talked a lot about the research, about um, being intentional, why you're doing what you're doing. But this one is maybe more of the how. How you get to where you actually take that first step forward and execute upon those wonderful decisions that you've made, intentionally made. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about how we help our kids have agency because that's pretty, like we give them a head start in life if we can teach them how to have agency. Yes, for sure. For sure. And both of these are very, very difficult things to do sometimes, right? To, to make these hard decisions and follow through them, in, including allowing our children to do that. So it's going to be a good, a good chat. So the first one we want to talk about is a forgiveness specifically to ourselves for a past lack of agency or even a misuse of agency, if you want to think about about it like that. The first thing to remember is we kind of are stuck with the past we have. There's literally no way to go back and change it. So that gives you a really good head start on what we are going to tell you to think about that past. There's not much we can do about it, so we can't stress about it, right? Um, To stop wasting so much time and bandwidth and energy about, oh, if only I had X. Oh, if only I had Y. It doesn't make any sense. Um, Instead, to project all that energy um, that we want to spend worrying about the past onto the future or even our present, the only thing that we can control. Right, exactly. Because we do have, especially as moms, we're very aware that we have a finite amount of energy that we can use. And if we're wasting it on worry about the past that we can't change, oh, that's just a waste. We've got so much that we have to, that demands our time and energy. We've really got to be careful how we spend it. So something that really helps me in thinking about this is a phrase that I heard a while back and it just really resonated with me. So I, I'm probably used it on the podcast before, but it is that everything happened exactly the way it was supposed to happen because that's how it did happen. <laughs> and so that is just like such a huge um, piece thing for me. Like I just trust. Okay. All right. The past, I just trust that that is the way it was supposed to be. And I'm going to work, put my energy, put my focus on the present and the future because those are, those are not determined yet. Yeah. And actually, as we get into the talking about the kids and agency, I would even argue that we need to narrow our focus even more just to the present. Because if we, with our own agency, we like to focus on the past and stress out about what we screwed up back then. With our kids, we like to focus on the future and what they might screw up in the future when really all we really can can affect right now is the present. And in this area, I like to think sometimes about how animals live their lives. This is kind of a silly comparison because most of the time we don't want to be like animals. But how often does your cat or your cow, Audrey, sit around and wish that they had done something different yesterday? (laughs) They just don't. They just focus on what's at hand, which is where's my next meal going to come from? And is this fly bugging me that I need to, you know, like they're very present minded. And maybe that's a lesson we can learn from something as simple minded as like a cat or a dog is to focus on what we are doing right this second. Um, I personally have never really struggled with regret because I think I've learned that um, kind of mindset early on that, well, it is what it is. uh, So I might as well look forward. I tend to, if anything, I look a little too forward rather than focusing on the present. 
However, if you struggle with this, I would offer this alternative thought. Your future self will be looking back on today's choices as her past, right? So she probably won't even be thinking about yesterday's, but you know, there's only so much of the past we even focus on. So think about it that way. If you want to focus on the past, focus on the past or focus on the today that will be your past in the future, if that makes any sense at all. Um, so just release that negative energy. Just give yourself permission to move on. Nothing other than learning the lesson from what we did wrong, quote unquote, because it may or may not have been wrong. It may have just been something that we didn't like, right? Then we can just put all that energy into the future. Yes, that makes total sense. I, I really am glad that you shared that. Like your future self is going to look back on today and, and it's the past. So you can affect the past in that way by, by affecting today. But don't, what you do today. but don't think about that too long because then you start getting confused. You're like this little, little, little time loop in your mind. <laughs> I didn't get into quantum physics for a reason. It's very confusing. <laughs> uh, speaking of quantum physics, haha, the next part we want to talk about is the timing, the timing of agency. So I've discovered that everything ebbs and flows. We actually even have an episode about that, the ebb and flow. So sometimes things, it's just like everything we try to do, every execution we try to make is like we're bumping up against a brick wall and that is not working. Okay, so just trust that. And also trust that when the time is right, it'll be just super smooth. Everything is going to fall into place and it's it's going to work out right. It's going to work out smoothly the best way that it could so like when you're when you're bumping up against those walls be aware of that and when it's going smoothly just keep in mind yeah yeah this is timing yes and this timing thing is another thing like you said we just butt heads with them sometimes no 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 i'm not ready for that how many of us felt 100 ready before we started having kids like no i don't know anybody like that um very often we will feel that flow happening in our life and we will notice when we are either putting up a stink like delaying it a little bit right pushing it off or if we are pushing ahead and this tends to be my my temptation to push ahead and shove and elbow my way through because i want to get to this result out in the future um but if you kind of just follow that flow of life very often it you will have the best outcome. And generally what we're talking about is God's timing, right? Allowing things to happen in your life the way they're happening. Now, this doesn't mean just being a passive observer in your life. It's very easy to just sit back and do nothing and think, well, I'm just going with the flow. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about no. seizing, you know, doing your best to live the life you're meant to live and then seizing the opportunities that come to you when they come, right? When you push them off or you seek other opportunities that seem to not be the right timing, sometimes um, the life that you're meant to have eludes you a little bit, if that makes sense. So I've, I've seen this over and over in my life and I challenge you to look for it in yours too. You'll see how the timing just kind of fits. Yeah. Yeah. So I have kind of just like a surface level example for this. Like I think both Bonnie and I are talking a lot deeper than this surface level example that I'm going to get, but just, just for an example. So the house that we live in now, the water was not, um, great for drinking. And we've done our research and we found that it would probably be better in our circumstance to drink um, water that had been purified. So we went to, um, we, we kept gallon jugs and we'd haul like 20 of them at a time down to a health food store that had a water purifier and we'd fill them up and we'd bring them back home. And it was like this, you know, this bi-weekly ordeal. We had to keep, keep purified water because it was better for us and the kids to drink. And we wanted to buy 
a whole house purifier or at least um, a, a spigot one that we could have in the kitchen. And we'd done all the research and we knew which kind we wanted and we, um, it was the right decision. We were already buying purified water, but like we just couldn't execute on that. We could not make the decision and we actually not, we'd made the decision, but we couldn't execute on the decision. And it, it wasn't a financial thing because we're already spending a bunch of money every week to, you know, to buy the purified water. It was just something, it was like this, this execution we, we couldn't make. We couldn't click the button to buy the, the purifier. Well, then just a bunch of things fell into place and just suddenly one day we bought it. And what was interesting about that was um, shortly after that, so we bought it, we installed it. We're all enjoying, oh, isn't this nice? We don't have to go down, you know, haul all these crates that we've had to all these years and fill up all this water. <laughs> and shortly after that um, happened, this source of water that we had been using was not available to us anymore. And so it was like, oh, well, okay, hello. Somehow everything just fell into place at exactly the right time when we needed it. And okay, so I, like I said, this is just like a really shallow surface level example, but it's just there, there was some point in there where we came to the ability to take agency on that decision that we had made, researched, had you know, the right intention that we were going to do it, but it was, it was a timing thing where mm. it worked out. Yeah. There are so many, I, I think all of us probably have so many examples like that. The one that comes to me is when we bought our current house, it was one of those experiences where I knew it was, it was time. I knew it was time. And we looked and we looked and we, I mean, we looked for probably six months and then my poor real estate agent was like, I hate you people. What's wrong with you? Every house she showed us, we're like, mm, not quite, not quite. And I, I honestly can tell you how many times, can't tell you how many times I was tempted to go with a house that she was showing us that seemed to have most of what we wanted, but it just didn't feel right. Right. And so we finally got to the point where we're like, all right, this search is over. We're just going to stop for a while. Obviously it felt like we were push, push, pushing. Right. And it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. We told her that week, okay, we're going to stop looking. She said, oh, one, one just came on the market this week. You know where this is going, right? Do you want to come see it yeah. on Saturday? And we pulled up and I'm like, this is the one. <laughs> just, it was just like that. Um, and I'm so yeah. grateful that I didn't say yes to one of these other houses that was almost right, but not quite. Um, so it's that decision-making, especially with big decisions, like a big expensive purifying system or a house or, or a, a education option for your child or any number of these big decisions can be crippling and you can be tempted to just sit back, sit around and do nothing. But once you've made the decision, go with that that flow that you feel your life is, is pushing you towards and, and it will all work out for sure. The third part of giving yourself agency is allowing yourself to have permission to make and execute these choices, right? Um, sometimes we, it's almost like we're waiting for permission. So the other day I was just kind of looking around my life and I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like a legitimate adult. I have this house and all these kids. I know that sounds silly, but you know, you all feel the same way you did when you were yeah, 18. I'm thinking, and I pay all yeah. these bills and I like have a mortgage and all these big adult things. And, oh, that's really weird, you know? And yet I still sit around and wait for someone to tell me it's okay to do something, right? But if you don't give yourself permission to make a decision in your life, who are you waiting around to give you permission? Do you need to call your mom and ask her? <laughs> like, Do you need, is it your husband's? Is it your neighbor's? Is it your friend's? And sometimes I'm kind of a paralysis by analysis person. Like, well, let me just ask one more person. Well, let me just think about this a little bit longer. You girl, it's you. I mean, obviously you're going to want to talk to your partner. If it's a big decision, you're not going to go buy a house without him, but it's your life. You get to decide. Yes. This, you know what, this is really powerful when you turn around to discover that you're the adult here. Right. And it can lead 
you to asking some really, really big, terrifying, terrifying questions. Um, like, like the sky's the limit once you give yourself permission, right? There is no decision you can't make because it's yours. It's there. So you might be asking yourself, um, if fear or money or fill in the blank, whatever is the thing that's keeping you from giving yourself permission in using your agency is okay. So if that wasn't a factor, what would you do? Oh, isn't that a fun question? Oh, it's so crazy. And it's, it is kind of scary. Like it's scary big because once you've given yourself permission to have agency, go for it. I I mean, really it's, it's, it's kind of mind boggling actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so a, a few examples for this, what are we, what are we even talking about? It could be something as simple as buying the darn purifying system you've been sitting on forever, right? It could be something as scary as pulling your kids out of public school or putting them into public school. It could be something like taking that vacation that you never really wanted to spend the money on, but you really would like to take and make memories with your kids. Um, for me, it has been things like starting a podcast with a woman I barely knew, <laughs> but had basically everything in common with who lived on the other side of the country Um, or, or starting a business that everyone said that was a terrible idea because the market's so oversaturated and you probably know. And if you don't know now, something will come up or something has come up in the past and you know exactly what we're talking about Um, to just ask yourself that, that big scary question. What am I waiting for? Whose permission am I waiting for? Uh, Yes. I love to talk about that. And then it's too scary and I have to go like, you know, sort M&Ms into the proper color or something for a little bit to calm myself down. (laughs) Go for a walk. Go breathe outside. (laughs) Uh, Okay. The last aspect that we want to talk about is freedom. All right. Listen, we live in the freest world probably that's ever been. We live in an amazing time. Technology has enabled us so much freedom of time and resources and um like physically we're not you know down at the stream washing our clothes that that's time and that's physical energy and that's effort we we can do almost literally anything that we set our mind to like there isn't we we have the freedom especially in this beautiful country that we live in in america we have the freedom and so focus on the freedom of making decisions and executing on those decisions because because you can there is there is nothing holding you back in a country that is founded on freedom who's there, there is <laughs> i don't even know what to say it's like it's, it, it's you're terrifying free. You're how free. much freedom you have yeah it is and sometimes we hold ourselves back because we don't like to think about that we don't like to think about just how much power we have over our own lives we like to blame other things right Uh, I think a lot of us have examples of when we have been held back by some sort of fear, right? And we actually allow ourselves to stay in bondage, right? In some sort of non-free capacity because we're so afraid of the freedom, right? Um, Generally for women, it's something along the lines of what is everybody else going to think, right? Um, I'm not smart enough to do this. I'm not skinny enough to do this. I'm not rich enough to do this. What anything any number of things, all those deep, dark insecurities start coming up when we start thinking about doing something that is scary. Um, But the thing is, our choices are ours and no one else is going to be answering for our choices. So what happens at the end of our life when we're sitting around thinking, 
gee, I really wish I would have done X, Y, or Z. I always talk about X, Y, or Z. I guess I like math or something. Um, <laughs> we're the only one accountable for that decision. We can't sit around and, and tell our great grandkids, well, you know, my neighbor really kind of judged me when I talked about starting that business. So I chose not to. And they're like, grandma, you're an idiot. You should have just done it, right? <laughs> Who cares what your neighbor says? That's what the kids will tell us. Anyway, um, but sometimes we like to twist our thinking into thinking that they are the ones that are keeping us from doing things, right? That they're the ones that are keeping us from, from living this free life, but it's us, it's us. And we're just using these scapegoats around us to hold ourselves back, right? Jody Moore talks a lot about how fast we make decisions. She says a lot of people tend to make decisions very quickly and others make decisions on a much slower process. But she said, in general, you want to make a decision as quickly as is prudent. So obviously, if you're buying a house, it's going to be a little bit longer than if you're deciding what to eat for dinner. But her point being that sitting and stewing in the indecision is where nothing gets done and no progress is made. You cannot make progress until the decision is made. And then you've either made the right choice or like the most prudent choice and you get what you want or you learn and you move on down the road and maybe you make a different choice to go down a different path. But the fact of the matter is choosing rapidly will almost never be a bad choice. So, so yeah, thinking about, thinking about this. Um, so if we're afraid of what others can think, that's, that's a great thought that they're not going to be explaining why they didn't start the business or, you know, execute on whatever the decision is. Um, they're not going to be answering for our choices. We are. And, and that's kind of like why we stay in that fear spot is because we like, we don't want to accept the responsibility that comes with the freedom and the agency. Like, like if we can blame it on somebody else, push it off on somebody else and blame them, that's easier. That's safer. Like we're not the ones going to be you know, like in our mind, we're like, oh yeah, well, it's their fault, right? So, so there's, it is scary to take the responsibility, the agency, the freedom and make the decisions yourself because you're also accepting the consequences or the follow through or anything else that comes, the responsibility that comes along with taking agency to make our decision. Okay. So if we don't set, give ourselves permission or set ourselves free, we're holding ourselves in bondage. And we're also kind of like if it's a spouse that we're waiting for them to give us permission, we're kind of holding them in bondage too. Like like that's kind of a burden to them. Like, oh, I need to make these decisions not only for myself, but for my spouse or for my best friend or for my, you know, my child or whatever, because we're not giving ourselves agency. So we're not only holding ourselves in bondage, but we're making other people, putting other people in bondage too, that you have to, you can retain the power over making choices for me. Like, who wants to make the choices and accept the accountability for other people's lives? Like it's enough of a struggle to be able to accept the agency and the decisions and the responsibilities for your own decisions that you make. So like we get it. It's, it's a big, scary thing. It's uh, it's, it's pretty big, but it's also, you know, kind of focus on that freedom and that, and that power of, of making those decisions that kind of both the, I'm trying to use an analogy and it won't come to mind, but it's both the the gas pedal and the brake pedal, kind of both. <laughs> well, along with that analogy, when you push 